Let's talk about microdosing. You know that feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower, where you've relaxed, you're focused, and a little energized? It feels just right, like you're in the zone. Well, microdose can help you not only get into that zone easier, but stay there longer. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I absolutely love how helpful these gummies are. For me, half a microdose gummy during the day helps me really stay centered and really fresh as I get everything done on my list. And they really help me relax in the evenings as well and just be present and in the moment instead of worrying about things from the day or what I have to do tomorrow. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code MinaAF for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Mina Starziak-Hawk, and this is Mina AF, where I answer all of your questions and you can ask me anything. Can we talk about money? Can you still breastfeed with implants? You're both boss moms. And I'd love to know the story of how you met. Literally anything any of you want to hear. Listen as we build a community and get to know each other better. Hey, you guys. Happy Tuesday. Super exciting today because my show premieres. And I also have the fabulous rambling redhead Jen Todrick chatting with me today. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Our real house husbands of HGTV, what it's like filming, what it's like being a I'm going to say influencer, even though that's not the right word. All the fun things, having our kids in the public eye. So we are going to roll right into our chat with Jen. Did your kids start school yet? They did. They started on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Okay, so did mine. And I feel like you – you know what I did? I did your hair prep drawer. Isn't it amazing? Do you like it? Life-changing. And I also put their toothbrushes and their toothpaste in there because it's in the kitchen. So then I'm yep. not trying to like bebop them all around. Yes. It's I hate genius. bebopping upstairs. And, and so I keep their toothbrushes in a lower bathroom too, except that one's kind of tricky because then you have two bathrooms with spit everywhere. You kind of screw yourself yeah. a little bit on that one, but it is better and faster. I also, so Jack and Charlie are in a school where they have uniforms. So her room's upstairs. His is downstairs. I also moved her like 10 uniform clothes downstairs. So just everything's downstairs. See, everything downstairs. And then pretty soon she's going to sleep downstairs, like in on the couch. Probably. (laughs) Um, This is how bad or good of a mom I am. I don't know. You know, you judge. Mm -hmm. But they have this thing at their school, which I'm not going to lie. I don't think they should do. It's a really intense way to start the school. This is a new school. And they do something called a bell ringing ceremony. And everyone comes, all the parents, and you go around like the top of the track outside. And they're like, welcome, everyone. And the youngest child and the oldest child ring a bell. And then they walk by everyone and they ring the bell. And Charlie was the youngest by a day. So she was one of the bell ringers. And she was supposed to do it by herself. But she wouldn't have been able to keep keep up with this high school kid. So you ring the bells. You have to bring flowers for the teachers. And then as the students go in, they each get to ring the bell. And 
I thought I had done a really good job because like the kids were dressed. They had matching socks on. We had the snack. We had the water. We had the backpack. Cute. We had the nap blanket. Cute. Yeah. They look so cute. And we get on the highway and Steve goes, oh, we forgot flowers. And I was like, oh, geez. Okay. I'm like, kids, head on a swivel. We're looking for flowers off the highway. And <laughs> I told flowers. Steve, Road flowers. Because the plan had been to cut hydrangeas from the yard because we have beautiful hydrangeas. Totally forgot. And I said, worst case scenario, we have this beautiful um, indoor and outdoor museum that's right next to their school. I said, worst case scenario, babe, um, we're pulling through the roundabout and you're yanking some flowers. And that is what ended up having to happen. And Steve panicked. So he didn't even like break the stem with his fingernail. He's just like popping tops of flowers off left and right. So were they even usable? (laughs) The stem, no joke, of one was like – it was like this with a teeny tiny stem. If you held it, it'd just go bloop. But that's what we did. You that's know what? what we did. You know what? We – you know, back in the day, humans were um, scavengers and we had to forage for our food and our flowers. So I feel like you went primal and you went survival I did. And primal and it worked. And Steve was super upset because he was embarrassed. And I said, well, I'm okay with either option. Do you want to be embarrassed because we got caught stealing flowers from where we pay a membership to a museum or do you want right. to be the only parent without flowers? Because I, yeah. I don't care. I'm beyond the museum. The, the museum will forget you. The school will not forget no, that you didn't they bring me. So had flowers. Good bones didn't bring flowers. But yesterday was a rough week. It was rough because it was the start of school. It was uh, the start of a little bit of filming. So it was wild. But mm-hmm. very excited to have you. Um, we're just going to jump right in, Thanks you guys. Thanks for having me. Miss Jen Todrick. She's the rambling redhead on Instagram, as I'm sure you all know. I do not have to introduce her. I cannot – remember for the life of me how we started talking. I believe it's I know. because you had a – Okay, you tell. I know. So I had posted in 2019 that we were filming a pilot and I announced having a show and you DM'd me and I was like, this chick's on HGTV and I, I didn't know who you were, but you were so sweet and you were like, hey, you said the perfect intro, which was like, TV is bumpy and it's rocky. And if you ever need someone to talk to, I'm here. And I was like, okay. no one else did that. No one else said anything. And we were both redheads. I had to. And so from then on, we just started talking. And it wasn't anything about the show. It was just like talking about getting to know each other. All kinds of wild stuff. I remember yeah. that now because I saw you post it. And I was like, I wish someone had done that for me. Because yeah. it's it, not just like – TV, but I think kind of in life, people tend to not go by the, you know, a rising tide floats all boats. And I think there's this like competitive nature in TV. Like, well, if my show does good, then your show, like there's only a certain amount of like votes and, you know, there's a hundred. So if my show gets 20, then you. I've never thought of it that way. But I came from Instagram where we have a community of people who do what I do. And so you can't have that there either. No. And that's why I was, I wanted to reach out because I really, there was a couple people like Drew Scott's always been amazing. There's a handful of people that were always amazing and like, let me bounce things off of. But there were a lot of people that you could tell weren't really like team players. So, and then the rest is history. We'd like FaceTime at 9 PM or whatnot. Yeah. How did you even start following? That was the thing that I was like, holy crap, she's already been following. Probably because I have, I don't know, red hair. I don't know. Well, hit your I think it's because John Feld was in the picture and I followed John. And he used to be with the network. He was there mm-hmm. for you on your pilot. So I feel like it got put into my algorithm somehow. Oh, wow. And I think that's when I started following you. Interesting. And, you know, it's one that's of the best crazy. decisions I ever made. It's been great. Yeah. Apparently, it's been a great four years. What? Has it been four years? You said 2019. Yeah. Yeah, we filmed the pilot. My 
TV journey is so long and drawn out. It started in 2018 and it didn't. Okay. That's when they started shooting my sizzle reel, which for those who don't know how TV works, you film a sizzle reel where you're basically like faking an episode, which the network knows you basically are doing a test to see if like you don't look like crap on camera and not like looks wise, but like when the camera turns on, you're not like, like I don't know what to do with my hair. Like this really, what do you do? Yeah, freeze. And then, um, yeah, I remember, for, this isn't a question, but I remember if, I don't know if you had to do this, but for my sizzle reel, I remember, number one, I was pregnant with Vivian. I couldn't button my pants oh. um, very well because I was still beginning phases of pregnancy, but they took me out to like a barn in Fort Worth, like an hour away. And I had to like, lift lumber and like hit with a hammer and like just to see if I looked good I guess but like I don't do that stuff anyways like I've been well you gotta have that like b-roll you know right you went into no demo reno so you get don't get tools no tools for you yeah and then they were like no 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 you're none of this will get used and I kid you not in the intro still to this day there's like little blips of things that we did on the sizzle (laughs) so we filmed that in 2018 my show did not air until 2021. So oh, wow. three years because HGTV had our scripts had been bought out. Remember? And there was like a merger. Yeah, the merger. I was with them during happening. that. And it was yeah. it was a lot of things got the pump the brakes. That's my favorite quote, like that yeah. my production team would always say. They're like, Well, just give us give us it this way as an option. They probably won't use it. And I'm like, I know that trick now. I know that trick. Oh, I don't give <laughs> options. I don't give options. I they're like, okay, well, we need this option. And I'm like, no, you don't. And we just move on. And they're like, okay. Because I know that if I give them this boring buttoned up option of, and I picked the pink paint color because it inspired me of a sunny afternoon in Ohio as a child, they're going to use that all day long Uh to where if I'm like, this pink is perfect. It looks like the sliced ham in my fridge, just like something ridiculous. That's what we have to use. And then that's how you get it. That's like the real, raw, genuine Jen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I learned quick. I think it's so interesting, and we've talked about this a bit, because I had no social media presence presence before the show, whereas that's where you were born and raised. And it just creates such a different audience. So my – your your followers are so, like, crazy engaged. It's like this – how many do you have now? It's like a million-person family. Okay. It is different, and I'm I'm glad you said – we've talked about this a lot in private, but – Um, Where I will say is I am so thankful that I did social media first. I really think that was God's way of really cradling me and taking me to this bigger transition because the words don't hurt any, you know, whenever people say mean things from television, because I've already gone through that. I already had to work through what that was like being on social media. Um, I had already gotten smart and I already had to negotiate many, many contracts. I already had to prove my worth. I already had to know my worth and know what I would and wouldn't do. Um, and I can only imagine not having that first, you have to do all that while being thrust onto national television. And I could see Mm -hmm. that being really difficult from a confidence standpoint, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's shocking, Yeah, you know? No, it is. And I think, um, I mean, I think the reason like you're, you probably, have this like very like the people that follow you want to follow you. They don't like hate follow you. It's not like a train wreck. Like I don't want to look at that, but I got to look at it. Like I'm sure I feel there's like, a few. I, I would be an yeah. idiot to be like everyone who's following enjoys this. I'm sure there are some hate followers. They're there. Yeah, 
Whereas I think when my show started airing, it was on a channel that was already getting huge amounts of viewership. So it's like, oh, who is this person? Like, let me go check them out. Not checking them out because they already like know my personality from my social media account. So it was a very different like growth trajectory. And because I didn't – I thought it was so cool. Like the more followers I kept getting and I'm like, oh my god, I made it over 100,000. I made it over 200,000 when – and it's taken me honestly till just probably the last year where I'm like, the numbers don't count. I will block you in a heartbeat if you say something nasty because I don't need that in my life. Whereas before, I was like, I don't want to block anyone because then my numbers will go down. And that's a natural phase that even you have on social media, right? It's You reach a point, I think, fast. Well, I should only speak for myself. I realized really quick that where people get in an unhealthy relationship with social media and being um, in the spotlight is whenever you put value in those numbers. I learned super freaking quick to the point where that's become, it becomes a competition. If you're watching people to see how fast they grow versus you, that is so unhealthy. And so once you stop, that's the stuff I'm talking about though. I got to do that in private by myself, whereas you had to kind of battle that stuff while putting content into the world and whether I, I think I'm a strong lady. I know it sure as heck you are a strong lady. And even for strong people, it can jack with you and maybe yeah. alter your mood in any given day. And so oh, yeah. I am thankful. I also feel like I had a safety net where you probably got hateful backlash pretty quickly because the HGTV fans are amazing, but they can be ruthless and they yeah. can be mean and judgy. And, and I've noticed that because whenever people would start coming in from the show, I noticed that there was a change and it was a little more negative. And I was like, no, 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 don't find me. Don't come, you know, because I had this amazing, but the nice thing is you have that, like that, that base where you don't have to clap back. Like the people, the people will do it. And I, I have that as well. And the thing is, it is 99 amazing supportive comments to one nasty one, but it's hard not to just remember the one nasty one. But that one comment is very loud and I don't care how strong and confident you are. You always wonder if there's a little bit of truth in that one comment. You're like, well, one, I, this is my brain. I'm like, or it used to be. Well, if one yeah, person, if one thinks, person this, thinks it, then then other people think it too. And I'm like, is yeah. there anything I can change? And I always think of it as like a positive as far as like, okay, wait, am I doing something wrong and can I be better? But I've even realized that I really can't do that because I truly believe like that is Satan attacking you as a human and yeah. not to get spiritual, but I do. And so I say, check it at the door. You don't know Deborah in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know her. She doesn't know I was me. watching um it, it came through my Instagram uh reel because of all the crazy shenanigans. My uh my Instagram is wild right now. But it was this guy <laughs> on a podcast saying, So you have a problem with me. If people have a problem with me, just call me and let's talk about it. Yeah. Oh, you don't have my number? If you don't know me well enough to have my number, you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. And I was like, mic drop, bro. That is that's really amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. That's- that's really good. Or you can, but it's like, you're just the reason. And what I started thinking about long ago and what actually helps is like, think of your friend group or your family group. Okay. For me, I don't know a single person who actually has ever left a negative comment on Facebook or Instagram. Not one. And I know a lot of people. And so you really have to think about these people's stability and they don't have people to talk to. And those people are the ones that I am terrified of. Because if you are literally so mad that my shorts are too short for your liking, number one, I have freaking long legs. Okay. I'm wearing the same. You have very long legs. I brought some of the pants you've suggested, and they are, you know, like 10 feet too long on me because your legs are very long. (laughs) 
So everything looks way shorter, but that's just an excuse. Or like Keith, I'll never forget. I My superpower is like, I kind of love it when I get a little bit of hate because I can twist it to my benefit. And one was a man named Keith who said that my show was too sexual and that children shouldn't be watching it. <gasps> I and so. And so now I talk about Keith all the time in sexual by nature. SBN is a common thing we say, and it's uh-huh. totally turned something into, it makes me laugh. And so yeah. there's like little things like, like that, that come along where I'm like, thank you, God. That's yeah. hilarious. You yes. Know? I don't know. Oh, I've had so much. Cause I've, I had Jack. Then I, you know, then there was a break. Yeah. I went through infertility stuff. I had Charlie's so like, my body has changed so much. Yeah. And Holy moly, the comments. It's like you About guys your were body? Oh my God. All oh, the time. I know. I see it. I've seen it whenever you you look fabulous, by the way. Thank you. My uh, hawk fit. My husband's kicking my butt. He's doing amazing. But I have seen the recent hate just from getting in shape this time, but I've never seen anyone like body shame you in the past. No, that's what I'm saying. People did not body shame me when I was 40 pounds heavier. I oh, think okay. it was comfortable. And right. now that I am, I am, I am the strongest I have ever been. Like I got guns, man. Well, it, people, do, people it, don't people want to see people on people don't want to see people on TV succeed, and it's like the sad yeah. truth because once you're on television, and this was the biggest thing I was really afraid of taking this is like this job and doing the show is once you're on TV, you're not relatable. Yeah, and I hate that. It kills me because what I know is that you and I our normal moms that are messing up and wondering mm-hmm. if we're messing up our kids every night before we go to bed and telling Steve and Mike, like, I did this today. I don't think stealing that. flowers, and, you know, yeah, stealing flowers at a museums, like forgetting everything. And so I know it. And I think it's just different for the public is like, they really think we're never going to see a comment. They think that our life is perfect. And really, we're just doing life like everyone else, at least in our case, because we're not scripted. We're unscripted yeah. television yeah. reality. So they're just literally following us around with a camera. Yeah. It's the, it's the same thing. Our old nanny, um, Hannah, and her parents, Granny Nanny and Pop Pop, are like my kids' extended family. They spend the weekends with them. They're two hours away in the country. It's amazing. And yeah. Granny Nanny sometimes just can't help herself. She'll clap back. And only on Creating. Facebook because that's that's where she lives on Facebook. Yeah. And this woman, she uh, she came for Jack's birthday party this weekend. And she's like, Marilyn. It's not even spelled right. It's like M-Y. Who spells Marilyn M-Y? But she was saying mean things about you, Mina. And I just had to clap back because this woman was saying something about the lake house my husband and I bought and that I'm so fancy and I'm so rich and all these things. And she's like, you don't even know her. She's so sweet and her kids are so sweet and they're really down Aww. to earth. Like, yeah. thank you so much. I appreciate that. But you <laughs> but, know what? But it doesn't do anything. No. I, the one who had to learn it really fast, my dad, when I first started, so I started as an actual, I hate saying actual, but it was, it was a blogger. So I wrote like long form parenting essays around humor. And I started a blog, Life as a Rambling Redhead. That's how this all started. The Rambling Redhead only became a thing because I couldn't fit Life as a Rambling Redhead on the handle. That's what I wanted. And so I didn't mean to coin myself this thing. And now it is a thing and I'm the Rambling Redhead. Uh But it only was because I could not fit my blog title. Anyways, so I started as a blogger and doing humor content. What was I saying? What was the point of this? Uh, oh, there's no, oh, like your cons. dad, your dad. Yes. And I that's ADD, that kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So my dad would always, first comment ever, this is amazing, best read ever. Like he's so supportive. He still is. But it, ha- it 
for years, I had to tell him, dad, please don't clap back because you don't know this person who cares, you know? And my mom's like, I just can't read that stuff. It hurts me. And I'm like, then don't read it because it shouldn't hurt you. We don't know these people, but you really have to like Steve, Steve goes down the rabbit hole every once in a while with it. And I have to remind him the same thing. I'm like, there's no point. Like you engaging just Uh -uh. makes them feel more important. Like, oh, they are listening. I can say more stuff. Yep. Mike would say that. Mike would be like, you can't comment because when you comment, they love it. They're they like, oh my it. gosh, Jen Todrick commented back even though I hate her guts. This is wild. Like yes. it, it, it validates it. And so the best thing you can do is just totally ignore it or put it on your stories and make it Keith sexual by nature. Oh, it's so it great. You. You're so sexual by nature. It's really, like when you do all your <laughs> so like in-car makeup, it's too much. I have to shut it off. It's too sexual. I'm too turned on. I can't, I can't hang. Um, so speaking of Mike. I want to yeah. talk about the real house husbands of HGTV and what yes. it's like for these boys, how y'all handle – because Steve, I think, has gotten to a point where he like just finds humor in it because people will come up and it's like the men don't exist. And people will just like slide in between and like, hi, what? And Steve's like, yeah, yeah, no, we weren't no. just having coffee or something. We don't have that. Mike is exactly as me. It is. So Mike is just as – known as yeah. I am. So people sure. go gaga. So, oh yeah. Or um like if we do a picture, it can't be Mike taking the photo. We have to get someone else to take the photo. I'm really big on my kids can't be in the picture. So I'll sometimes ask my kid to take the picture or I always shove them out the side like yeah. to someone. Um but people ask for pictures of the kids too. And I that's that's the part where anyone could walk away and be like, yeah, I met her in real life. She sucks. She's a jerk. Yeah. Is I literally have people ask if they can take pictures of my kids and I say no. And yeah. I'm so sorry. No, but I'd love to take a photo and I try to do the nicest possible, but you just never know how people are interpreted. It's weird. And I think a lot of people think because we put our lives there, like, and we can see your kids, my kids on Instagram, our families, yeah. and now everything's available for public consumption. And right. while I don't mind if the kids are in a picture with me, I did have a gal, the kids were at the store, my store with me, and she was like snapping pictures of them and I wasn't. I wasn't with them. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I was like, we're not going to do that. That no. I don't know why, but that that was upsetting to me. Um, yeah, totally. But the kid thing, yeah, I do want to talk about that. So they're in your show. They're on your social media. So how do like specifically the older yeah. ones like handle it? Yes. Um, and I know it's before we even go down this. I know if I was listening, I would think I'm confused. They're in your stories from time to time. They're on your show. Why, why can't, can't they be pictures? pictures of them? And I just feel like it's wildly different because you have to think of the kids are human people and they're getting their picture taken on a phone from someone they have no idea who it is. And so it's just really weird. And it's, I don't know what that does to a human's brain. And so I shield them from that. They also don't want to stop. Like if we're at Disney, we, um, it gets, it gets, we stop a lot. And so it gets to the point where we're racing in between. And that way we can kind of halt that a little bit. I love when people come say hi, but you know, what just pops into my head. What is you going through Disney, like in a disguise, like in a blonde wig? It's the hair. It's because it's red. hundred percent. It's the hair. Or if you speak, because I get that a lot too. Like I'll be in Costco and someone will be like, I recognize your voice. Yeah, Um, exactly. And so so you can't speak and you need a wig. Exactly. So Disney is the only one, if it's focused like a vacation for my kids specifically, like Mike and I would go somewhere else. We love Disney, but we're not there for us. Um, That's the only one where it makes it difficult. And then I'm shoving them out. And also they're getting annoyed, right? They don't want to stop. And so they want to keep going with the family vacation. And you also have to think about that's what makes 
those things, and you'll know when your kids get bigger, those things like stopping in Disney on our family vacation, that's what turns my job and mommy's fame into a negative. And that's whenever they feel like maybe I'm choosing something over them and their intentional time. So I'm super protective of that. Now with the kids on my stories, I've cut back a ton, which kills me, especially the older two, because they are now in school. I don't want them to be bullied for being air quotes famous or um, mom being famous. And so anytime that I share something, they know it was filmed. I said, is it okay if I share this? They understand it. Yeah. They love the camera, but I still want to be protective of like Berkeley, maybe having underwear on her head and doing something goofy is adorable and cute. And we all love to see it. But will her friends the next day be like, I saw you with underpants on your head, you loser. You just don't know. I feel like I'm going to have to cut so many kids when they start being mean to them. Like, oh, aren't you? Try to be mean to Jack. Jack has the sweetest heart. You can be mean to Charlie all you want. She will cut you. I don't have to cut you for her. But Jack. Yeah, no. And and it's already happened. I remember in first grade, we had an incidence with one of them. I'm trying not to give away too much where someone was kind of changing how they were treating this person, my kid. And they finally admitted they said they were sorry, which is very sweet. But they said that I was only being that way because I'm jealous because you're famous and you get whatever you want. Which to me, it was in first grade and no child speaks that way. No, that's They a don't parent. know what famous. They heard and their so parents it, say it, that. That jacked with my head because this is someone in our community. This is someone who always seems very nice to me. And so I'm wondering, was it the parent or maybe this person does for sure have older siblings? Maybe I, I started retraining my brain instead of going straight to negative. Yeah. I started thinking, you know what? What if the older one that's like 11 or 12 was watching the show that they love and they're like, man, it would be awesome to be famous. They probably get whatever they want yeah. in a positive light, but she that person yeah. spun it. Yeah. And so I had to kind of get over that, but that's when I started tightening up and that was a couple of years ago. And so that's when I was like, okay, now that I know that this could be used against my kids, I just don't want anything I'm doing to be used against them than it already is. Warmer, sunnier days are calling and you can fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. With delicious options from breakfast to dessert, you can stay fueled all day long with easy and nutritious options. Plus, with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, Factor meals are a real treat. I love the convenience and the variation of Factor's different meal preferences. Whether it's managing calories, maximizing protein, or avoiding meat, crush your goals this May with Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 and use code MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code MinaAF50 at factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have different stressors, some big, some small, that we carry around and that really weigh us down. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to have a negative effect on us. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest 
and figure out how to work through whatever it is that's weighing you down. For me, therapy has been so helpful, really learning those positive coping skills and to be the best version of myself. I know myself better and how to set the right boundaries that really work for me. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, then give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash AF. We were in the car one time when Jack was little. Charlie wasn't born yet. And like the windows were down. We stopped at a stoplight. And a sweet old Karen goes, well, hi, Jack Richard. And it was the it was Jack Richard. I'm like, how do you know my child's middle name? Yeah. Because I say it all the time. Like there's no yeah. – if you follow me, yes, you would know that. But it's always like being reminded how close people feel to you because of the show is good and bad. Because it's like we're doing such a good job that people feel like they know us that well. Like – I want that kind of authenticity, but yep. also when you provide that, people don't realize that we aren't actually that close and that could be uncomfortable. And most people are very respectful, but some- Yeah. No, it's it's like treading the line of like, oh my gosh, I love it when people come up and say hi. And everyone is so kind. I've actually never, knock on wood, been approached by like a crazy or someone being negative. It's always super sweet. Um, but what it does sometimes, especially if I'm not like close to my house or I'm not in my community where people already know me, um, it triggers like an instant, like think if your kids are with you, you just don't know. You instantly go on alert of like, okay, is this person actually nice? Are we reading it? And it stinks. I don't even like talking about it because I don't want people to feel like they can't come up and say, hi, I'm just being very honest of like, we are people think about if you're a person, because in my mind, we're not celebrities. We're just yeah. normal people. Um, if someone came up to you and they were just instantly talking to you and it's weird because we put it out there and I know yeah. that, but you still can't fight that humis- humanistic nature, I guess, of being a mom and being like, come here. You know, yeah. like it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. We're about um, a mile from my store. So we can walk from my house to the store. And I was walking oh, with nice. Steve um, and the kids. It might've just been Jack. And someone, a lot of people like drive through the neighborhoods because we've done a hundred houses in about two miles. So you can like, mm. you can stalk them real easy. Um, and so it must've been someone driving up and down, but they like stopped, reversed. A girl got out of the car, like ran up screaming, so excited and hugged me yeah. and had, you know, a brief interaction. Like, thank you so much. I'm glad you like the show, blah, blah, blah. And Aww. we keep walking. And my husband was like, I can't think of a single person. He's like, cause David Beckham is his guy. He would, he would do he loves David Beckham. We won't get weird. Yeah. Um, and he's like, even if I saw David Beckham, I wouldn't do that. And I was like, that's because he just has a different persona. Like I right. am your sister, your daughter. Correct. Like that's how people see it. And so they genuinely feel that closeness. Whereas yeah. David Beckham does not give off the come hug me vibe. He just doesn't yeah. do that. No, no, you're right. And and when people come up, I love it because I want to, it's, where also I think people can get lost like in fame or in being on social media is that they forget what the audience is and they're real people who choose to follow you and invest time. And I do not take that for granted. And so whenever someone comes up and puts a face to someone and I'm like, this is amazing. Like she's part of the group. This is a real person. 
I love that. When I'm by myself, I love it. Yeah. All I'm saying is I don't want it to be a negative thing. It's just it. That's the only thing you ask. It's a about challenging the balance with the it, kids. You ask about the kids and the fame. These little things are what kind of make you have to think a little differently. Oh, and also, my dad's a cop and owns his own security, high-profile security. So I also have my dad, who's you know doing security for Miley Cyrus and Nicki Minaj and Beyonce at one point. And I'm like, and Dad, people. I'm not Beyonce. You know, I have to tell him like I'm not that person. But we already know he sees it a day in and day out. Of, yeah. Um, it's not, it's not people hurting celebrities who dislike them. It's who love them and are obsessed with them. Right. And so he sees it as like a different, and I have to tell him all the time, but yeah, overall, I love it. It's Mm -hmm. great. I love meeting people, but when you have kids, it F's your mind up as far as like it taints. Well, nothing's more important. It's just, right. Are they safe? Are they being protected? Am I doing my job doing those things? Yeah. And sometimes it can probably come off short with people. Yep. And so I think it is. And I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think that kind of like leans into the the influencing content creation conversation because I've seen a lot of people, not your followers, because I think you're like OG Instagram, but like the newer ones or this generation where like everyone wants to be on TikTok and everyone's getting rich and like it's not a real job and – which leans into my question was what your life looks like during filming when you're not during filming because I know from conversations we've had and I know because we have a lot of the same overlapping overlapping like responsibilities it mm-hmm. is so much work to do hard. what people look at as influencing it yes I, I the best way to put it and I always say this Number one, I hate influencing. I will never I use know, that word. I asked Hayden Cohen Instagram. last time we talked. Is it no. is it like content creation? Is it? I don't know the difference between them, but I know people care. I hate it. What do you I'm call just it? Being on Instagram. That's just me showing up every day. I don't have yeah. a word for it, but I. Okay. It's hard. But okay, so this is crazy. This is a weird conversation. It's evolved. So when I first took on the show, filming the show, they told me that I couldn't film at all during filming season. I couldn't share it in stories. And I said, well, then I can't sign my contract because that's your life. You guys, no, you guys are so secondary to being on Instagram. That number, that's where I started. That's what I will, that is my number one priority as far as like my careers. The show ain't it. And so I had to have very real conversation of, just so you guys, I mean, I had to look the president of HTV in the face and say, I just want to tell you this not to sound ungrateful or rude, but I feel like it'll set the tone to where you guys won't ask me to do certain things because you know I won't do it. My Instagram following and that part of my job will always come first and you guys will always be second. And so right then they stopped asking me to do yeah. ridiculous things and it helped a lot. Yeah. For sure. But it's hard. I mean, yeah. I squeeze in when I can. So we worked in the contract and um, I was really the first one who showed the behind the scenes because I had to. Because you had it first. You're one of the first shows that I can think of that had this massive, massive following before you went to making a TV show. And that's got to be a huge learning curve for all all parties. Like, And I think that's part of like one of the things we were talking about is – you know, you think you know what filming is going to be like, but then it's a whole other bag of worms. You don't. So yeah. figuring out how to balance filming with regular life, whatever yeah. that means, is yeah. difficult. So figuring it out in this life where you're already this social figure had to have been super challenging. I told Mike the best way to describe it is like we would have conversations of like, to Mike, I'm exhausted. I'm doing two full-time jobs. I can only do this for so long. 
because I felt like if I do it like this, it will bleed into me being a mom because I don't get to give my best self from, you know, at nighttime or after school because I'm exhausted. And so that kind of led into how I could make some changes. And I I did. But um, the best way to describe it is I'm doing two full-time jobs where they both need my face. It's not yeah. like I can say, hey, do this for me. Haley, I've had the same assistant for four Haley's years. Haley's incredible, She's you guys. Haley's <laughs> incredible. I love her so much. She's my best friend. She knows me probably, bet, you know, second to Mike now that we're together all the time. Um, but I can't have her do this stuff because it's it's me. It's I started I started Instagram so I could have fun with it, not to assign tasks to other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's the only part is like it, they're both my face. They're both media. If you think yeah. about it. Yeah. And so I just squeeze in when I can. I think, I think with season one, I was really good about saying I need a 15 minute break. And that way, if I wanted to say something on Instagram or post something or answer a question, then I did that. And there's a lot of downtime in season one with construction. Um, mm-hmm. so I was able to, And then season two and season three, everything is so jam packed that I would be like, I'm going to the bathroom. Posting in the porta potties. Oh, yeah. I got to poop for 20 minutes. It's going to take a minute. I'm changing my tampon. You got to say weird stuff. They won't question that. It's all men. It's all men. So they're like, okay, okay. So I just make time. And and I, you know, I do that. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care Um, because that's my priority more than anything. And I. What's so funny? People always ask why, um, like we always have lunch, whoopsies, why we always have lunch like all together. And I'm like, because if you let someone straggle or stray away, they're scared they're not going to get them back. Because if you let me go home to go to the bathroom, (laughs) I'll be back in a half hour. Whereas like a five minute break at the gas station that you have to drive me to in a production vehicle. (laughs) How long, question, how long was y'all's lunches? Uh, I think it's 30 minutes from like the last hand that gets it. Yeah. Yeah, I eat 12 seconds, so it's fine, but it got by, it went by so fast. And a lot of times I would schedule like calls. And so I'm Um, literally eating like a crunchy salad, like while I'm doing like zoom calls or work meeting or whatever, because I'm balancing both things. That's where it gets hard. It's like, I'll give up my lunch any day, but I did not want to go past my four 30 mark. Yeah. And very few days would I give them extra because my kids are coming home and my time is done. Now I need to be a mom. Yeah. I feel like if you know this, if you give them an inch. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. 100%. If you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. So if yeah. you say I'll stay 10 minutes, then it's an hour. And and so you have to be super and it never eases up. They usually never – I mean, my I'm not talking crap about my crew. My crew is freaking amazing. I loved all my producers. Every showrunner's yeah. great. But they would. But it's their job to get yeah. all the content That's all the time. Job. It is. So That's Jen, we have one for. more. Jen, we have and one more. Good I'm at like, it. bye like skipping out I'd like dance like, like shake my butt like on my way out and they'd be so frustrated with me but like that's my time guys I told you my time when I had we got to do yeah. it tomorrow so it's hard you have to get that's the hardest part sense. and I still am not good at this Mina I don't know if you're I feel like you're maybe a little better than me but I am an eight Enneagram eight so I'm a challenger and so I have no problem speaking my mind mm-hmm. however I will speak my mind and be really hot and heavy and confident in the moment but then when I go home I at night I would tell Mike should I said that did well, I Well not that cuz I meant everything I said but I would tell Mike no. and I'd be like I am so sick of feeling like um like people think I'm a jerk today because I wouldn't stay 30 minutes it puts you in that kind of mindset yeah. of like sticking to your boundaries yeah. comes at a cost of like feeling like you're mean you know I hate that 
Well, and that's 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 a lady yeah. thing. I'm not like uber feminist, yeah. but it is. We're women, so if we say no, it's got a whole different connotation, yeah. unfortunately. Um, but it's hopefully we're yeah moving away from that. So how long? Okay, you guys, we are literally recording this. Uh, you're listening to it on Tuesday. We recorded this yesterday, Monday. Um, how long has it been since season three wrapped filming? Our last day was July 14th. So about a month. About a month. What was the first thing you did? I went to Cabo. <laughs> three <laughs> That's three days later, we went to Cabo. That's why we couldn't delay. I had We had to wrap because I had a vacation booked. But no one's running behind because I'll be in Mexico. It was my birthday. And so- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, we went with a group of friends. It was super fun. Um, but I feel like I'm just now starting to get back into not filming and having a normal routine. Yeah. For sure. For so sure. So we have a little bit different situations, mainly because you're more of a bad ASS than I am, but I do not get to see my episodes before they air. And you do, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, oh, I have to make, I do final cuts too. So like we get the internal cut and I have to watch it and chop it up and say, we need to move this here. This isn't funny. We need to cut it at this mark and then give notes. And then it goes to network and then they make their notes and then we see final cut. So I'm watching it three times typically uh, on the actual night it airs. I've seen it three times. Oh, wow. So I'm watching it for the first time and I will see things and I'm like, oh, well, we spent 12 hours on that scene and that didn't get used. That must have been really boring. Yes, it sucks. It's like it's you film, you put so much time into it. And then sometimes that's the worst is like- There's only 42 minutes. You can only do so much. Only 42 minutes. But the worst is like, say I stay late for like an extra scene that they really think they need about- wallpaper adhesive and, and then, then it doesn't it, make it I get ticked I'm like I stayed late like I get so mad but that just goes into is. the memory bank yes but that's yeah. what it is yeah so do you have like I get asked this every time the season's coming up I'm sure you've been doing press so you've got like what was like your high and low of season three like this was the most amazing project or this one was really like crappy or was hard or like even a life mm. thing that was going on during season three that was like really amazing or really hard I will say season two and three were amazing. They were really, season one was bumpy. It was rocky, but I've been told by everyone, season one is always the worst. It's everyone figuring out yeah, what how to do happening. it. Yeah, you're making TV for the first time. Everyone has no budget to make the show because they don't give, the network doesn't give a ton of money to new shows that comes well, later. Well, because yes, so many of them don't shake out. Right, so everyone's stressed in production, so it affects them that way. Um, oh, also I had zero say, and as a control freak with an established image and brand, that is the most terrifying thing in the world. And that yeah. we won't get into that, but that's ultimately why I became an executive producer for season two, which is something I had to fight for really hard. Yeah. Honestly, because you uh, told me that you were an EP on two, I think that's how I ended up starting the conversation about being an EP on Risky Business. That's also why they told me I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> I was like, no, that's ridiculous. We're going to talk about it. This should be 
I think it's a thing that should be celebrated. I don't think it should be given to anyone, but I feel like someone who's one paid dues, right? Done their time and gets it and wants to put a say in it. I think you should get it. Or I came in with a massive audience and that's worth everything in the world, which is money. And so I felt like I needed to have a say over what was being put out about me. Anyways, season two, season three, high and low. That's a great question. I think... I think a high this season was I had a new co-EP, a co-executive producer. His name was Carl, and he was amazing, fantastic. I think he was the missing piece to the show. He's kind of me as a dude. I think we align. Oh, I mean, there goodness. were times where we would be doing <laughs> we would be doing interviews, and they'd last a little longer than they probably should have because we thought we were making hilarious content. Oh, and yeah, some of it got you. You're funny. You're very, very funny. And your crew seems like they have fun with it. They do. And so, but that's also has to be fostered, I think, by talent. What we are, right? We're called talent, which I told them from day two, please stop calling me talent. I have a name. It's Jennifer Todrick. Um, And so I think it takes us because they're in a cameramen are taught to be still and not talk, right? Because they can't, they're filming. And audio has to be literally silent because they're Mm -hmm. listening to audio. And so I think it takes like, hey guys, I actually want to be friends because you're staring at me all day. Like, do you have a wife? Do you have kids? Like it takes that. I feel like the sound guys are always the best. I love our sound guy. And he'll have his cans on when no one else is actually listening. I'll be like, I had corn in my poop this morning, Tim, or just like silly yeah. stuff just to like yeah. make them laugh because no one else is listening right now, no. but they hear everything. everything. He, and they're like, they're like sitting on toilets, like in the house, like <laughs> yeah. behind the scenes. Hiding they have, somewhere. Yeah. They always are around. They have to be close, but out of sight. And yeah. so I, it was so fun to catch him in a closet. I had two different ones during the season. Um, but anyways, so I think that was a high in the crew. The crew will always be my high. I felt comfortable when I was there. They can make or break it. We've had the same one for a while now, but there was a couple like uh, interim people that we had a camera guy that we joked about it, like give him a daggone Snickers, but it brings the whole mood down. If you've got someone on the team that's being a negative Nancy, there's just not room for that. I haven't, luckily I have not had that. Um, And that's because- I hand, that's another thing. So I switched production companies in season two, which, you know, but I handpicked who I wanted in my crew. So I really got to put these people around me that I already know and loved from season yeah. one. I was like, if these people saw the mess. That's that super was, special. Yeah, it was super special. And so I love that because I literally got to pick who gets to hear me, you know, talk all the time. And I don't know say things that maybe I shouldn't say. I don't know, but I trust them and I like I like being around them. And so that was my, I think my high is the crew. I don't think yeah. there's any. And w- the finale episode is insanely good. Like the yeah. homeowners are just so fun and deserving. And I love it when people are amazing. like crying when they're so Happy tears. That's always happy the goal tears. of like happy every tears. HGTV show. It's yeah. happy tears. Yeah. So our episodes are, are our shows both premiere, your season three, my season eight. Tonight. Mine's in September. Mine got pushed. What? Yeah, there's when? We were like, um, <laughs> no, mine got pushed. Mine. I oh, thought we were got, the same premiere date. No, I'm on Thursdays. You're oh on Tuesdays. Goodness. Yeah, I'm on Thursdays. Um, it got pushed forward and then it got pushed back again. There's Apparently, so many like moving pieces in the puzzle that is uh, programming. 
Yeah. Well, apparently they have a new head of like programming. So they're making some like shifts around, which I think is smart. Like every night I feel like they're premiering something and it's hard to keep up. And so they took like more established shows. Can I ask you this? Because I'm feeling really, really crazy right now. When we started the conversation about recording the podcast, I thought both of our shows were premiering on the same day. Was that never a thing? Never a thing. But it was (laughs) supposed to be this week, which is wild. And it makes sense, Mina. It was the same week at least. It makes sense why they pushed mine out because they told me that they were taking the more established shows and kind of spacing them out a little more. And so it makes sense why I went one month after you air. Gotcha. Well, um, my season premiere is tonight, you guys. So very exciting. That's so exciting. Okay. Well, let me ask you, what was your high and low? Season eight. That's insane. It's so much harder because our season films over like a year and I don't know what happened yesterday. Um. The low I don't know sure, how you do it. it. Yeah. The low was for sure figuring out how to like start a new normal. And that was just a personal life thing. Like my yeah. personal life has been a really big challenge as my kids get older, figuring out the balance, figuring out where I can like make healthy boundaries, things like that. And, you know, that healthy boundaries people don't like sometimes. So that was challenging over the yeah. whole thing. But, um, I mean, we've we do some really fun houses. They're always something crazy and there's always a yeah. magical floating house. I don't know how they're still standing around here. Um, but yeah, I don't – like I can't even remember. I've had two kids, COVID a couple times, and I'm old. I don't know. I, you're not old because if you're old, then I'm old. How old are you? 30, I'm 39. I'm 35. I just turned 35. Yeah. I guess you're not I'm old. Not, I turned 39, but – Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say I don't know how you film – all year because this last season, what I would say is a low is it was 10 months from beginning of me scouting homes to find homeowners to the wrap date. Pre, pre-production, I, guys. Pre-production. I didn't want to call it pre-pro on here. Yeah. Um, but 10 months is insane. It's yeah. hard. I don't know how you do it year round. Well, I mean, I know you I think, think our technical film job. time is the same 10 months, but we've kind of always overlapped. We've rolled into the next one. So yeah. um, it's been the first time where I've had a little bit of a, a break. So it's nice. And there's always more in the works, guys. Don't freak out. Good yes. Bones is not gone forever. No. It's just new and different. Um, Nina's just starting. I'm just starting, you guys. <laughs> For real, though. I think it's an exciting <laughs> chapter. I think it's Everyone knows like shows don't last forever. Yeah. You know, they're going to. Honestly, I don't know about you, but I was like, we might get a season two. And then it just kept going. I'm like, I'm not fired yet. Okay. We're going to do another one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) I remember at season two calling Mina and being like, I don't know how you've done that seven seasons. This is so hard. I think I I probably said I'm not mentally stable. (laughs) Well, I will say also too, what the difference is, is you have to remember I have my full-time job, which is what I love doing Instagram. And so I couldn't let that go. Yeah. And so I've always been trying to make two things work. Whereas you would say- My full-time job was waiting tables and doing real estate on the side. So I I graciously relieved myself of the first one of those. So Yeah. That's good. (laughs) That's good. Well, thank you for taking your time. I know you have more interviews to get to, but I'm sure you guys all already follow Jen. She's the rambling redhead, but if you don't, got to give her a follow on Instagram. She's freaking hilarious. I'm going to warn you in ahead of time, she is overly sexual, so just – Not know, true. Just not true. Not true. Not true at all. Just as, just as Keith. Yeah. Just to Keith. Yeah. Just to Keith. Thank you for having me, Mina. This is so fun, and I'm so excited for your premiere. We will be watching, and for all the fun things – to come that I don't know anything about. She knows nothing, you guys. We don't talk at all ever outside of this. (laughs) 
I'm excited for you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, And y'all know what to do. Click the link in the show notes. Leave a voicemail. It can be anything you want. You can say your name. You can be anonymous. Um, I love all your guys' questions. I love to get to do those episodes. So make sure you do that. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.